Welcome back to the Potluck Podcast, coming live from two front porches. I am on the road for work up here in beautiful Blue Ridge, Georgia, the top of Georgia, where it is uh, It's really it's getting chilly out here on the front porch. It's cooling off pretty quickly tonight. Uh, old Uncle Son is uh, joining us from the front porch there in Athens, Georgia, the classic city. Still buzzing after the big season opening win versus the Clemson Tigers up in Charlotte. Great game there. Uh, but tonight we'll talk some high school football. Uh, let's get into it. You're listening to the Potluck Podcast the official, unofficial podcast of Commerce Football. As Eye of the Tiger fades out, the porch sounds fade in. Uncle Saul joining us from the telephone. How we doing? I'm doing pretty good tonight, Dino. Uh, sitting out here on the front porch uh, with the cat, Marcus Aurelius, Savage Westmoreland. He's looking for some game out in the azaleas. Got a Topo Chico in my hand. Oh. Uh, trying to drink the mineral water instead of carb- other carbonated beverages. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, I'm excited about tonight. Football is all the way back. Watching a little Cowboys Buccaneers action. That's right. Thursday night football. Once the NFL gets back, we're all the way back. We are all the way back, and uh, we're right back in high school football too. Kind of in midseason form. Uh, you want to pick up where we left off? Where did we leave off? Well, we we left off last week. Uh, Commerce canceled with Athens Academy mm-hmm. in what was to be the 29th installation of the Athens area public-private rivalry. The cancellation was due to health reasons, which we assume were due to COVID-19. But oddly enough, the Commerce JV still traveled to Oconee County to defeat the JV Spartans 28-6 to on Slaughter Field. Uh, kind of a surprising result there. It's a tough place to play down there at Athens. Um, we heard that quarterback J.P. Allen, A-back Huff, and fullback Tyshawn Wiggins all played well in the game. Uh-huh. Uh, Wiggins has been starting at defensive end for the Varsity Tigers. Um, something seems strange here, and we can't quite put our fingers on it, though. Uh, I don't know why the Varsity canceled that game, uh, but the JV played on Thursday. Maybe Athens Academy didn't want to travel to Commerce where vaccination rates are lower. Maybe Commerce didn't want to play Athens Academy. The world may never know. You got any thoughts on that, Dino? I, I still think I think it's probably just COVID cases on on Commerce's team. Honestly, nothing to read between the lines. No, I, I don't think so. I, I don't think I'm a big listen. I'm a big read between the lines guy in general, <laughs> but uh, I'm not going to do it there. No, I, I think there was probably a couple couple too many cases. So uh, just probably the smart thing to to go ahead and cancel that game. Yeah, I, I did uh, hear also tonight, just recently, that uh, the JV Tigers did win on the road at Washington Wilkes, nice to twenty, just moments ago. Yeah, yeah, well, I saw that come through on Twitter. So that's yes, yeah, another good win for the JV Tigers. Um, 
Maybe 2-0 oh now. I'm not sure. Should be. Should be. Good to uh, good to look forward to the future there. Uh, should we jump right into the week three review? Not a whole lot to review for the Tigers, but uh, you want to go ahead and jump into week three? Yeah, let's do it. So around the state, we had St. Pius 24 over Blessed Trinity 17. So 24 to 17 final there. Blessed Trinity was favored by five. So a little bit of an upset there, Uncle Solomon. Uh, that was, of course, the battle of uh, – uh, the Holy Trinity, as we called it, between uh, St. Pius, Blessed Trinity, and uh, Marist. So, yeah, that, that one's kind of uh, a, little a little bit of surprising. Of yeah, it, it, is, it is a little surprising. I, I thought Blessed Trinity was going to win that one for sure. Uh, we had number six, Colquitt County, getting back on track at home against Cedar Grove. Final on that one was 28-19. to 19. Cedar Grove was a one-point favorite on the road, uh, but Colquitt County, the Packers, were able to uh, get back on track after – dropping their outstanding home uh, winning streak last week. Number one. Games? Yeah, I think it was 20 – yeah, it was either 24, 26, something like that. So they, they hadn't lost in, in four years at home before last week. So they started a uh, – I guess a new streak this past week. Yep. Number one, Trinity Christian defeated number three, Fellowship Christian, 56 to 20. I'm telling you, Trinity Christian – I don't know if they're going to get touched this year. What do you think? I, I, the Bush from Sharpsburg, it, they got it going on. I don't, I don't know if it's good coaching or good talent or whatever, but you know they came out last year when they beat or played with Athens Academy uh, in the first game of the season. We we thought that that was just a fluke. We but, did. Uh, seems like they're here to stay, and you know they may be the new Elka in, in Class yeah. A private. As you would say, we shall see. The next result we have from around the state last week was Perry 21, Crisp County 0. A big middle Georgia matchup there. Number four, Perry. Number six, Crisp County. Crisp County was favored uh, by six, but Perry able to shut them out 21 to nothing. Uh, That was a Thursday night game. Yeah. I remember seeing that one on Thursday night. I think Perry was a smaller classification too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Kind of a shocking one there. Uh, in our area, we'll move to some of the people that uh, played last week in the Northeast Georgia area that we kind of try to cover a good bit. We had Glenn Academy 35-14 to 14 over Wander Barrow. I think that Wander – they went on the road for that one, right, all the way down to Glenn. I think uh, that I think I remember yeah. saying that. So that, that's a long road trip. Uh, Glenn, Glenn Academy was favored by seven. So I don't think that's – too surprising of a result. I wouldn't be. I still wouldn't be shocked to see Wander Barrow make a little noise later in the year. Uh, tough, tough opponent for them there. Oconee County defeated Clark Central twenty-one to two, in which they were they were only favored by one. Yeah, that was that was another shocker. You know, after Clark Central played so close with with Buford, a lot of folks expected them to win that game at home. Yeah, and uh, barely got on the board there. Yeah, I thought it was going to be much closer for sure. I thought that was going to be a come to the come down to the wire type game, but uh, yeah, Oconee County seemed like they came out and handled business uh, pretty pretty soundly from the beginning, and that's kind of the beginning of that eight triple A that we'll talk about later in the show. Eight uh, triple A, man, that that looks like a tough tough region to win this year. Uh, Stevens County twenty nine, Jacks Co, Jackson County twelve. So uh, Stevens County was a 26-point favorite. They were able to get the win, but not quite as much as, as uh, the experts thought there. 
Yeah, I think I think Stevens is the real deal. I think Jackson might just be a little bit better than Maxwell predicted. Yeah. Um, I think they're still they're ever they're always up and coming. Uh-huh. One day they'll finally get there. Yeah, <laughs> one day. Uh, could be later this year. I don't know. I kind of like the way they're heading. Uh, yeah. Jefferson forty five, Southside, South Carolina seven. Uh, Jefferson remains number one. Another blowout game. Uh, Sammy Brown, I think he's touched the ball like three times and has eight touchdowns or something like that at this point. So uh, <laughs> so he's still going crazy. Love to see that. Uh, Madison County, Mad Cow, 29-17 to 17 over Appalachie. Song, what do you think about that one? Well, I actually ended up at this game last Friday. Absolutely. Uh, I, after work, I started heading down that way to see my sister, and she lives in Bethlehem. A little town. Somehow we just ended up at this game, third quarter, and Madison County looked pretty good. Uh, yeah. They were a little floppy, had a couple of loose balls that they turned over. But, I, I mean, the Red Raiders played well. The triple option definitely has uh, – some some power with what they're running. I saw some good runs, some good blocking. So the Red Raiders appeared almost in midseason four. That's good to hear. Uh, glad you got to go see your boys. Uh, Cambridge 21, North Oconee 19. I think a little bit of a shock there. I, I was kind of thought North Oconee would win that one, but uh, that both teams were uh, – it was a one-point line, so it seemed to be both yeah. were very close. I don't know where Cambridge is at. Sounds like it should be in England somewhere. East Jackson, 28, Banks County, 0. Uh, East Jackson, a pretty pretty big result for them, I feel. Yeah, uh, Banks County was even favored by five. They were favored by five. Blown out. Yeah, I was kind of shocked to see that one. Uh, Commerce and rise up. Franklin County, 38. Uh, East Hall 21. Franklin County was favored by 11, so it seemed like that one was pretty close. Uh, of course, Commerce has has Franklin County on the docket uh, coming up in October, so that one will be an exciting game, probably a big gate for that one too. Um, so we'll see where we're at at that point in the season. Hart County 48, North Hall 37. Another one where the spread was pretty much on point. Hart County was a 13-point favorite, but honestly I, I thought they were going to beat North Hall by a lot more. I did too. And North Hall is one of those teams that I always forget about. They actually have a pretty good program up there. Uh, they play at a stadium that's called the Brickyard, and uh, they're they're kind of like a Brickyard. They're they're solid. You know, they're not they're not out of this world, but you can count on the whole. So, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know if I've ever. Even... I, I think that Park County is still a great team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know if I've ever been to North Hall because. Commerce played West Hall a couple years ago, I think. Um, was that West Hall that Commerce played? Yeah. To open the year? Yeah, North Hall's on the – it's like on the way – it's kind of between Claremont and Gainesville, right? It's on the, on the far northern reaches of Lake Lanier, like way up there, right? Yeah. yeah. It's almost in uh, White County, I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever been there, but uh, pretty impressive for them to hang around that long uh, with a good Hart County team. Uh, Monroe area improves their undefeated campaign. They won 30-0 to zero against Morgan County. And this is kind of where I wanted to circle back to 8 AAA, which has five undefeated teams. 15-2 and two overall is 8 AAA. Uh, yeah. 
man, that's going to be a fun one. No, I was just going to say it's going to be a fun one. Oh, yeah. I mean, I pulled, I, the GH, uh, the Georgia High School Football Historians Association, has some really good data on there. Uh-huh. One of the things they're doing this year is they're tracking each region's record against all other in-state competition. Yeah. So they, these stats showed up, and you got five undefeated teams. Can you name them? Monroe, obviously. Yeah. Oconee County. Yep. Hart County. Yep. Stevens County. Yep. Is Franklin County undefeated? Franklin County's undefeated. There we go. There we go. And that leaves East Jackson picking up the two losses and then contributing their win over Banks. Yeah. So really probably one of the strongest regions per classification in the state right now is AAA. That's insane. Right here in the backyard, northeast Georgia, if you get a chance to go out there and see some of these teams compete, that will be uh, the ones you you want to watch. It's going to be a bloodbath when it comes to regions. Yeah, man. Monroe, Hart, and Oconee, I feel like those are all the real deal. Uh, yeah, can't sleep on Stevens. I don't know what they got going on up there, but it seems like they got some talent. So that'll be an interesting region to follow for sure. Um, Chesity 48, Union County 21. Union County was favored in this one. Seems like Union might be going through a little rough patch. Yeah, they canceled on us for COVID. They may have lost a few of their players. I don't know. I don't know what's going up on in players' ball. Yeah, it seems like they had something kind of going a little bit in the right direction there for a couple of years, but – Losing that one's a tough one. Athens Christian, 54. Uh, Oglethorpe County, 26. Uh, the Golden Eagles were favored by 16 in that one, so not too much of a surprise there that it ended up being a multiple possession win uh, mm. score gap for Athens Christian. Prince Avenue won 69-14 to 14 over Providence Christian. They were heavy favorites, and they're still ranked uh, number five in, in Class A private. Uh, should we get to the Class A public top 10 results? Let's go on. Lincoln County 23, west side of Augusta 17. Uh, Lincoln County kind of squeaks one out. They were a seven-point favorite, so that not, not too surprising as far as the line is concerned. But uh, it seems like west side's actually a pretty solid squad this year. Yeah, they play, it's interesting you start comparing scores. I think they played green earlier in the season. Uh-huh. And I think the game was a 14-10 to 10 or a 14-0 to 0 game. That it was. It makes you question, like, what? why didn't Lincoln win that game by more? Well, the same uh, thing with Washington Wilkes, too. I started once I once I looked at that score. I started comparing some scores a little bit. Always dangerous to do because you never know what's going on in each game, especially with like COVID going on. Who knows who they may have been missing? But it, Green County's got some respectable scores going on. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's a little troubling. <laughs> a little, yeah, I, I think so. Uh, One other thing I wanted to mention from this game that okay. I did see earlier in the week on the, the Daily Newsletter from uh, the G- Georgia High School Football Daily Newsletter, uh, Trey Huff had 18 tackles. Wow. He's playing linebacker now. Wow. Yeah. That's quite a few. Um, good to see that. Uh, Schley County, 35. Wilcox County, zero. That was a big, a huge surprise, I think. They upset them last year, too. They did the same right thing, and then they faded off. Schley County yeah. faded off, man. They're a one-hit wonder. They hate Wilcox, apparently. Shout out to Brent Cobb, though, for those of you uh, country music fiends that know who Brent Cobb is. I think he's from Schley County. I'm pretty sure. He's from somewhere down there. 
Dublin was off. Uh, they were number eight. It was the it was the week of upsets, by the way. Uh, Heard County, twenty. Well, not really an upset here, but Heard County twenty two, Manchester seven. So Manchester was ranked number seven, or ranked number seven, in uh, in Class A public, and they dropped one to Heard County. Heard County was favored by eight, though. Yeah, and they're they're a higher classification. School. Right, right. Um, they're a pretty solid program. Now, Harrelson County over Bowden is one that I thought was a little bit surprising. I mean, it, you know, Harrelson County's in a, like you said, another team that played a higher classification. But I thought that Bowden probably was going to win this game. Maybe a little bit of a letdown for Bowden. 14 to 10, they lost to Harrelson County. Yeah, we're, we're big Bowden fans. We are. Uh, we are. We're a Bowden podcast. We, we were a White County podcast last year. We might be a Bowden podcast this year. Yeah, I, I didn't want to see them lose. Um, and this was, you know, like you said, Harrelson County is not a bad team. I think that's over there around Bremen. I think Bre- part of Bremen's in Harrelson County. Huh. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. They'll yeah. Another upset, Cook 24-20 to 20 over Pelham. Pelham was an eight-point favorite. So Pelham was number five. They lost that one to Cook. Um Metter was off at number four. Number three, Macon County, they were off. Number two, Brooks County was off. And Irwin County, still at number one, they got back on track against Monroe, 52-26. to 26. Any last thoughts there before we get into Region 8A? There's a lot of movement in the top ten. A lot of moving and shaking. A lot of losses in the top ten. Yeah. I think Lincoln jumped all the way up to number five. Um, you know, that happens in early season carnage. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's talk about our region. Let's get into it. Region 8A, Green County 48, Twiggs County 40. So what we know about Green County, they were an 18-point favorite, and they can put numbers on the board, looks like. Yeah, somehow they found a way to get in the end zone. Um, I, Green County, you just don't hear any news out of Green County. You I don't. don't if anybody owns a computer in Greensboro. No, no, they don't. Those are all on Lake Oconee. All the computers are on those huge houses on Lake Oconee. They hoard them. They hoard them down there. Walnut Grove, 13. Social Circle, 6. So, uh, Walnut Grove sneaks by Social Circle. Social Circle was a favorite, but again, Walnut Grove, much bigger school. Not sure how much we can look into that result. Yeah, I I don't know. You think about the Green County result. You think about the Social Circle result. You think about Commerce in the early season. We may have a logjam at the 3-4-5 spot in our region. Yeah, and, he, and I mean, even, I don't know, even Washington Wilkes, some, some of their results have been a little sketchy. Yeah. And I, I did watch some of this game, Washington Wilkes 45, Cross Creek 6, because I got, I got curious early, earlier this week, and I watched some of, the, some of the, the highlights from this game against Cross Creek. Man, their defense is just – Washington Wilkes' defense is not as good as it was. I mean, I know, you know, you see 6, but Cross Creek, I mean – yeah, traditionally one of the worst teams that, that anybody can play. But but so, their defense is just not as good as it was last year. I mean, point blank. Now, their offense is, is as good as advertised. You know, Dalen Cobb still running the show down there. Yeah. But I, I wasn't too impressed with them. Um, I don't know what's going to happen in Region 8A. It, it, it's definitely a toss-up right now. It feels like a completely different region than it was last year. For sure. For sure, you got you got something going on. I hear some sirens in the background. You all right? Everything okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, I don't know about 
big folks further down Lexington Road. Oh gosh, what's going on over there? Get them. It's usually about this time every night you hear you hear siren. You got to keep your head on a swivel out there. Keep your head on a swivel out there. Um, so since we're recording uh, over the phone, uh, recording on the computer, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back literally in a second. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, it will be basically no break at all. But uh, we got to uh, adjust a couple things, so you may hear a little glitch in the audio. But uh, we will be right back. And just as I said, we were only gone for a second. Yeah, you know, here, here in the podcast verse, it, it was actually a lot longer than that. But we are back. We're back with you here uh, for the preview. Let's go ahead and get right into the preview, Uncle Psalm. Let's start around the state. So we wanted to highlight at least uh, a few games around the state before we got into our area, as we always do. So one that uh, is close to my heart, got a lot of buddies down there in Camden County, and man, they are fired up. They're fired up about, about uh, Coach Heron down there. He got them got to a 3-0 and start. Now they're on the road at a top-10 Marietta team that's 1-1. One one. Um, they, you know, Camden's unranked, but they're going to look to uh, kind of gain a little respect here at Marietta. Uh, another kind of uh, that we saw last week, another kind of game that's big for pride as far as Metro Atlanta and South Georgia is concerned. Um, Psalm, what do you think about Camden County at Marietta? I like Camden County. You think the boys are going? You think the boys going to go up there to Marietta and get it done all the way from down there, dang near Florida? I don't care if they had to leave last night to get all the way to Marietta. I think they are going to go up there and they're going to pound that ball and and they're going to win that game. Uh, Marietta didn't do so hot last year. Um, I, I think that they've got that number nine because of their name. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. But I, I really think Camden's going to make some noise this year. Yeah, if you listen to, uh, I think the preview episode was where I went into uh, the Camden County, you know, getting Coach Heron back, and there was a lot of stuff going on, you know, excitement around the program, and I think we're seeing that come to uh, come to fruition here. Uh, it's exciting to see them back. Uh, 20,000 people at their spring game. <laughs> Probably something like that. Well, each time we talk about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's going to be – yeah, by the time we get to Camden hosting Colquitt County, there's going to be at least 50,000 people there at, at, at Camden County. Uh, number one, Collins Hill is going to go on the road to Rome. Uh, I think this is probably the, the game of the a game of the week. Uh, you know, the best team in the state probably, Collins Hill, definitely a lot of talent going over to Rome. Really cool stadium over there in Rome if you've never been right downtown across the river. Um, Rome's defense is going to look to slow down Collins Hill and, uh, you know, their duo, Sam Horn and Travis Hunter, two of the best players in Georgia, uh, two of the best players in the nation, really. Um, and so we'll see what happens with that one. Horn's going to Missouri, right? And Hunter's going to Florida. Is that correct? Now, Hunter's going to Florida State. Florida State. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure which, which Southern school he was going to. Yeah. Travis Hunter's going to Florida State. He's FSU commit. We gotta get to a game in Rome. I, I, you keep talking about that stadium, and I keep picturing like this Asgard of like <laughs> high school football stadiums. It's awesome. I, I, seriously, it's it's a really cool stadium, and it, and it's right downtown. The only reason I've seen it, I've never actually seen a game there, but 
Um, I've been to Rome several times. Love Rome. Great, underrated Georgia city. Really good city. And uh, there's a there's like a courtyard Marriott that's like literally across the street from Rome's football stadium. And I've stayed there probably three times. And I, I walk, you know, the first time I was there, I was like, is that I thought it was a minor league baseball field because it's got like a huge scoreboard and everything. And I didn't even pay any attention. The second time I was there, I, I asked somebody, like, what's the stadium across the street? And they were like, oh, it's the Rome High School football stadium. I was like, what? So I, I, walk, I walked over and I looked around just, just to see. It was closed, of course, but I looked around and I was like, man, this place is amazing. It, 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 seriously, it's a really cool stadium right downtown Rome. Um, and Rome's kind of in that, like, northwest Georgia foothills. But the, the yeah. town's, like, set, like, on, on the river. And, and uh, yeah, man, it, it's cool. It's a cool place. I'd love to go get to a game, an actual game over there and, and watch. But Isn't Rome, Italy, like, set in the hills, too? I mean, a lot, a lot of <laughs> – a lot of people get confused when they're in Rome, Georgia. They're like, "Man, I feel like I'm in it. I feel like I'm in Italy." I've heard that several times. Uh, Colquitt County, Colquitt County's on the road at Valdosta. Uh, Eight p.m. kick. I didn't think those didn't think those were allowed anymore. But uh, they're going to kick off. They're going to kick off at eight o'clock at Valdosta, uh, Colquitt County, and Valdosta. That is a big South Georgia game. Obviously, Valdosta has lost two games. They also won by forfeit. Um, due to the aftermath of the recruiting violations and uh, paying for apartment rooms and whatever else is going on with Rush Probes there. Um, and then they lost, I think they had to forfeit a COVID game to yeah. Bainbridge maybe or somebody. This, this game this season to Bainbridge, and then yeah. they forfeited all of their games last season. Right, right, right. Uh, the, the, have you watched the Netflix? The myself to watch it's bad it's terrible but i i did watch it i watched it and it's so bad but like it's one of those things where like high schoolers would really like it i mean it's just like friday night lights like you know what i mean Um, yeah yeah two a days not friday night lights two a days when he was at hoover yeah it's just like that so like i I had enough after two days yeah like yeah i think if you're in high school you'd probably like it but man it is so it's so bad but uh, I do like Colquitt County uh, in that in that game. Number three, we got Fitzgerald, and was that a plane taking off? Do I hear a plane? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm probably <laughs> two miles from the airport, and they just circle around above my house. I love it. I love that. Uh, number three, Fitzgerald is at Dodge County again. I want to shout out for all you bass fishermen out there, the Dodge County PFA, Great Lake. Uh, these two double-A teams have beaten uh, two of the best single-A teams in public, Irwin and Dublin, and they're, they're going to go ahead and square off in Eastman. Uh, this is our small school game of the week. Fitzgerald won the last game in 2019 on a walk-off field goal as time expired 30-27. to 27. Who do you like this time, Song? Oh, I don't know. I think I'm going Dodge County. It's at Dodge County. That's got to that's gotta do something, right? Yeah, and Fitzgerald's offense against Irwin was anemic. Yeah. Other than that, other than the two-point conversion. The fact that Irwin County's cursed in that game. Yeah, they do seem kind of cursed in that game. You're right. So, all right, you'll take Dodge County. uh, Like two out of the last 20-something games in that series. So, I'm I'm going Dodge County. Fair enough. Eastman's strong. Fair enough. I think Fitzgerald wins, but uh, it's going to be a close game. It'll be a good one. Uh, So, in Northeast Georgia – I'll rattle these off. Myers Park, North Carolina. Uh, 
coming down at Buford. Haversham Central at White County. White County is favored by five there. One, that's a big one. That is a big one. That's, that, that's what we generally call the Battle of Helen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> even even though I think that uh, it's – Firmly in White County. Uh, Helen is firmly in White County, but I feel like I feel like they should still battle for it. I don't think White County likes that Helen's in White County. I really? Some people from up there, and they kind of look at Helen like we look at Banks Cross. Really? Yeah. That is that's new intel. So maybe they just give it to Habersham. Maybe just give it away. What's wrong with Helen? I love funnel cakes and bikers. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's like if you live at Myrtle Beach, you probably don't like the beach. Fair enough. Wanderboro is off. Clark Central is off. Franklin County is at Jackson County. Jackson County is a five-point favorite. I think it's going to be a real good one. This is going to be a barn burn. We're probably going to hype this game up, and it's going to be a blowout either way. But I think this game is going to be very interesting. I think so, too. Uh, Cedar Shoals is at St. Pius. Uh where St. Pius is a 19-point favorite. Flowery Branch is off. Jefferson is at Mountain View. Jefferson's only favored by 16. I thought that was egregious. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> they should be favored by five touchdowns every week. That's a that's a bet the mortgage uh, line right there. Stevens County is at Mad Cow. Song, your boys. What do you think? This is a big test. Stevens County, 17-point favorite. This is a big test. Um, I like – I like Madison County to cover. Oh, okay. I don't think they win. Okay. But I, I think that they keep it closer than 17. Fair enough. I think this game may say a lot about Stevens County. If they come out and win 35 to nothing, yeah. Region 8 AAA is going to look even crazier. Uh, North Oconee's on the road at Benedictine. Uh, Benedictine's 11 point favorites. East Jackson at Gilmer. Pick them. No line. Pick them. What do you think about that one, Song? I'm going Gilmer. Even after that crazy win last week, I'm going Gilmer. I think I'm going to go Commerson. I think I'm going to go Commerson on the road. Uh, Hart County at, at uh, Crescent, South Carolina. The uh, they're the Wolves? No, the Rolls. That's got to be their mascot. <laughs> Crescent Wolves, you eat. <laughs> the Rolls. Yeah, no, that should be their mascot. If it's not, they should. that should definitely be adopted. Uh Pillsbury. That would be amazing. The Pillsbury Doughboys like their mascot. That would be that would be unreal. Uh, number two, Raven County. They're going uh, up to Murphy. Not too far of a drive for them. No, and Murphy is a powerhouse in North Carolina. So this is like a game that all those mountain folk. Oh like man, folk have hiked up. Battle of the Moonshine up there. I, I tell you what, I, I love that. Uh, I love Raven County's early schedule. Before they get into region play, they're really playing some like really good teams. They're, um, they're crazy. They're like how uh, Boise State used to be. I love that. We'll see. We'll see if that pays off for them in the playoffs. I think it might this year. Yeah, um, do we have a Raven Gap update? Have you heard anything out of them? Man, I hadn't heard anything about Raven Gap. Do you want me to check out what's going on at Raven Gap real quick? Yeah, we'll I think they played Lakeview last week. Uh, <laughs> Because uh, former Raven County coach Lee Shaw is now at Lakeview. They have a they have a one on their L column. I know that. If Lakeview beat them, I'm going to jump for joy. They did not. <laughs> Lakeview did not beat them. Uh, <laughs> they lost their season opener to Baylor at uh, Chattanooga. 
Chattanooga, Tennessee school, the Baylor school at the, in Chattanooga. Let me make sure this is right before I quiz you on this. I just dropped the phone, but that's all right. You're still here. Are you still here? You still here? I'm here. He's here. The Baylor school at Chattanooga. Let me make sure this is the right school. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is, but this is great podcast work here. Um, alumni. Here we go. Alumni of the Baylor school. This is that weird school that's sort of like um, – what's the school just north of Chattanooga? This like cult, kind of culty. The college, what's the college up there between Chattanooga and Nashville? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sewanee, yeah, the real culty kind of school where they like sketchy stuff goes on. Um, so, um, famous golfer that just got selected to the Ryder Cup team that went to Baylor. UGA, UGA, uh, golfer was originally from Valdosta, maybe Moultrie, um, somewhere down there. Do you know who it is? Is it that guy that comes to Joe's tailgate sometimes? <laughs> no, that's Seb Straka. It's not him. Uh, Harris English. Harris English is uh, the yeah, Baylor school. Anyways, back, <laughs> back to Raven Gap's football schedule. They lost to that school 35-21 to to open the season, and then they beat East Forsyth 45-7, uh, to and they beat Lakeview Academy 40-3. to so, yeah, no, I, I think they're, I think they're doing, I think they're doing just fine. The thing about their region is, I'm looking at their schedule on Max Preps. It's like all Charlotte schools. Interesting. So they, they got a lot of traveling to do. Seems like from Raven Gap I mean, to Charlotte. I get boarding tuition is high. Yeah, could be. Uh, Commerce at Elbert, uh, Elbert's a one point favorite. We'll get into that game a little bit later. Union County is off. Lumpkin County is at Banks County, and Banks County is a 10-point favorite there. Somebody likes the Leopards. I Gosh. guess Maxwell just likes that 10 to nothing loss at Commerce. Or Lumpkin's really trash, one or the other. <laughs> Providence Christians at Athens Academy. Athens Academy is a 36-point favorite. Holy Innocence at Prince Avenue. Prince Avenue is a 5-point favorite. That'll be a good game right there. That will be a good game. That's number six and number four. Any uh, Anything before we get into the Class A public top ten? No, let's go on. Heritage, uh, that's in Noonan. They are at Bowden. Bowden is number ten now after losing last week, and Bowden is a 24-point favorite. Manchester is a 42-point favorite on the road at Central, Talbotton. Um, that's a terrible school. They're yeah. worse than <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number eight, ECI is off. ECI climbing into the rankings. Shout out to Wayshawn Ely. <laughs> number seven. Oh, I don't know. Don't not sure if I want to know. Number seven, Dublin is a twenty-seven point favorite at Wheeler County. Now we're getting into the the, the teams where the top ten is really going to start pounding people. Uh, Clinch County is on the road at Pelham. That's a gosh. That's a good game. I don't know what's going on with Clinch County, but uh, Pelham seems to be uh, their usual. Pretty good self. Um, that's a that's a pick 'em. I think Pelham's going to win that game in pretty convincing fashion. We had Fitzgerald and Dodge County as the small city kind of small towns game of the week, but this one's probably runner up. I would say, yeah. Clinch on the road at Pelham. That's a South Georgia. That's a that's a good game. Um, Laney at Lincoln County. Lincoln County is number five now. They're a nine point favorite at home. Mm-hmm. 
football fans remember back a couple weeks ago, uh, Laney beat Washington Wilkes 26 to 20. So this is a, a good comparison game for our region if, if we want to try to do that thing. For sure, for sure. No, I, I agree. I think we that we'll have to keep an eye on that one. Number four, Metter is two and zero again. They are four point favorite on the road at Savannah Country Day, uh, just down sixteen there uh, from Metter to Savannah Country Day. Number three, Macon County is on the road at Marion, where they are twenty six point favorite. Cook is at Brooks County now. Cook just upset uh, Pelham, right? So. Uh, Brooks County is a 14-point favorite, but that might be one to look out for, too. Yeah, Brooks had that early loss to Thomasville. Yep, Thomasville, uh, yep. You'll see if they can bounce back. Only played one game so far, so we'll see what happens there for them. The Trojans. Number one, Irwin County is a 38-point favorite at Wilkinson County. Uh, That will probably come to fruition. Yeah, that's going to be rough. Uh, let's get to region. Do what now? Terrible. The worst locker rooms I've ever been in were at Wilkinson County. Another fun fact about Wilkinson County is they are really good at basketball, like every year. Um, for some reason, region eight a public. Let's get to these these boys. Green County at Hancock Central. Uh, Hancock Central is a twenty seven point favorite. Social Circle at Putnam County. Shout out to Sills. Uh, Putnam County is a ten-point favorite town, so we'll we'll probably have a reporter on the ground there potentially. Mike gives Seals his first appearance on the pod. Is the world ready for that? Gosh, I don't know. I don't know. He may be. Uh, uh, see, Seals. You never know. Seals might already be in Athens, hunkered down, ready for that 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 home opener. He might be that home opener. The the home opener in Athens for the first time in you know however many days, probably. Close to whatever six six hundred. Well, no, I mean the home opener for, for you know full crowd probably close to six hundred days or whatever. Um, so he might be uh, he might be hunkered down over at the root over at Five Points, but you know might not be in Putnam County. But we'll 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 check in on him. Uh, Towns County is a twenty five point favorite at uh, Baconton Charter. I don't know what that is, but that sounds cool. Uh, Warren <laughs> County is at Washington Wilkes. Uh, that's the game of the week in Region 8A for sure. Washington yeah. Wilkes is a five-point favorite. Yeah, that, uh, that'll give us a little bit more bearing on how our region stacks up with other regions around the state and what the Blue Tigers have this season. That's right. All right, sorry for the glitch again. we got to go out one more time, and then we'll come back with Commerce Elbert. We're back from our very uh, short, again, our, our, our short break, if you're listening to the pod, we don't have any any ads to throw at you in between. So when we have to go in and do something technical in between segments, uh, we just do it and get it over with, and we're back with you. Now it's time for everyone's favorite segment. It's where Son goes in, and he talks about Elbert County, and he talks about everything you need to know about Elbert County. Now, Son, I don't want you to double up on anything you did last year now, because this, this is, this is kind of your – you know, your, your first big test as far as doubling up. You know, you well, had Banks County, here, but you had I th- I, you, you threw some different stuff at Banks County. Let's hear what you got. Okay. What I'm going to try to do is give a good mix. In case there's someone listening that wasn't listening last year, uh, I'm going to get the high notes. Ah, uh, okay. And then we got some fresh material. Okay. Um, so we're going to look at Commerce, Elbert County preview. First, we'll start with Elbert County program history. 
the Elbert County Blue Devils in Region 8AA, hail from Elberton, Georgia, population 4,343 in Elbert County, population 19,166. If you remember from a couple years or a couple weeks ago, uh, that's a population akin to Banks County. So they're in the same region. They're kind of the same county size, one county school. You know, it makes sense they're in the same region. Elberton is uh, 40.4 miles west of Commerce High School. You can actually drive from uh, Commerce and get all the way to Bowman without ever going through a city. I used to do it when I used when I worked in Elbert County. Huh. A lot of country over there. Hmm. Um, elevation of Elberton is 702, so it'll be a downhill drive for all the Commerce folks tomorrow. <laughs> um, the zip code yes. is 30635. So uh, when I used to work at the Commerce Post Office, every once in a while we'd get a little bit of Elberton mail because the zip code at Commerce, one of them is 30. Five three zero, so that's me. Read that sometimes wrong. That's me, baby. That's me. Three. Shout out to three zero five three zero. That's me. Yeah, that's it. That's east of the bypass in Commerce. If you live east of four forty one, you have a three zero five three zero. Yes, sir. Three zero five two nine. Yes, sir. So, as most people know, Elberton is famous for one thing, really, uh, granite. It's the self-proclaimed granite capital of the world. I have heard there's a city in New Jersey that disputes that a little bit. Granite boys. They are the granite boys. And that fact is showcased probably in the most ostentatious manner uh, in in their football stadium, the Granite Bowl, constructed out of pure granite. Yes, sir. 20,000 people right in the middle of downtown Elberton. One of the most classic high school football stadiums in all the land, not just Georgia. Um, really cool place. Uh, for my high school football like bucket list, I'm going to cross one off tomorrow night because I've always wanted to see Commerce play Elbert County at Elberton just because I think that this stadium is awesome. Um, great stadium. The other fun fact about the stadium is it sits right below the county jail. <laughs> so you can look out of the prison if you can find a window and watch the game. Um, there's a lot of water in Elbert County. You got the Broad River on the west and the Savannah River and Lake Russell on the east. Uh, Dino talked about last year how there's the Georgia Guidestones. Uh, Elbert County is a weird county. The uh, Georgia Guidestones <laughs> are a weird, like, post-apocalyptic guide to rebuild society etched on granite monoliths. That's in Elberton. Or, where's that actually at, Dino? Have you ever been there? I've never been there. I remember last year we said we were going to record the pod, but it didn't work out, unfortunately. We have recorded this pod on top of the Georgia. I wish we, I wish, I wish we would have done that. That would have been, that would have been much better. Maybe Commerce will move up to Double A sometime, and we'll, we'll get to play over. I'd love to go out there. I don't know. I've read some of the stuff that's on them. There's some interesting, uh, interesting stuff on there, Uh, both that I agree with and both that I don't agree with. Uh, but this year, I'll bring you another uh, another point for all, all of you uh, golfers who may who may uh, enjoy you know enjoy a little round of golf. Uh, Arrowhead Point Golf Course out there on Lake Russell, great great state park golf course. I, I, you know, I've heard that. 
Really good. It's out in the middle. I mean, you got to get out there. I mean, it's a little drive, but it is, it's a really good course. I re- highly recommend it. Good to know. Also out that way, uh, for all you U.S. history buffs, is Nancy Hart's uh, Colonial Cabin. If you recall from you, you high school history, maybe your college history, Nancy Hart was a revolutionary rural hero in northeast Georgia. Um, she fought off some British troops who were trying to quarter her house. They wanted to go in and just basically take over her house and make camp there and eat all her food and kick her out. And she said no. And in true Northeast Georgia spirit, she shot him and killed him. Uh, so that's in Elbert County. And then one thing. Is she, na- is like she named? Is, is, is that the. It, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Is she named after. Is, is uh, Hart County named after her? Yes. Okay, I thought so, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, she's actually, she is a really cool historical figure. Yeah. Uh, so for all you Elbertonians, Elbert County folks, I've heard rumors that there's a desert in Elbert County. <laughs> I, I don't know if this is what? some Bowman tomfoolery, <laughs> but I used, to, I used to work in Elbert County, and I worked with a guy, and he was like, yeah, man, there's a desert. In Elbert County. Oh my there's gosh. There. There's what? And, uh, what? You, hang on. You said there's there's what? There's a desert in Elbert County. There's a desert in Elbert County somewhere. And I, I don't know. I've looked for it on Google Maps and I've never found it. So I just want <laughs> to know. And I've heard it from more than one person. Like, is there a desert in Elbert County? Solomon, somebody's playing you, man. Uh, probably so. I'm easy to play <laughs> with. <laughs> that is hilarious. The new thing that I wanted to talk about Elberton this year that I thought was pretty cool is the Elbert 12 County Fair, the Elberton 12 County Fair. Um, okay. If you've ever drove from Elberton to Hartwell uh, on Highway 77, I think it's right there on the left, if memory serves correct. Um, in 2010, USA Today actually named this place a top place for a blue ribbon fair in the United States. Beautiful. Um, it's coming. It's going to be going on this year if you guys want to go. Um, I'm not sure which 12 counties it represents, but I'm sure the Elbert's one of them. Um, it's going to be going on from October 14th through the 24th. Their theme this year, I thought was hilarious, honor your past, celebrate being present, and embrace your future. I, I kind of feel like they just stole that from like an Alcoholics Anonymous, like a banner. <laughs> It was like, all right, you know, this is going to be our theme this year. Uh, But it's been going on for 88 consecutive years. And uh, I was reading about it, and I went to their fancy little website, elbertonfair.com, and I heard about two main attractions that they're going to have. Uh, The first being the White Tiger Zoological Exhibit. So what I imagine this to be is two caged Bengal tigers that have been painted white so that people can see a tiger. Um, That's kind of sad, but that's kind of what I'm imagining. Uh, Then the more interesting and even stranger banana derby. So, so this is, this is what's going on at the Elberton fair this year. Uh, I'm quoting, quoting this directly from their website. Come and cheer for your favorite primate jockey on your favorite canine and see who wins the race. <laughs> okay. 
they're gonna have horse races basically but with monkeys on the backs of dogs <laughs> truly 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 only the stuff you'll get on the potluck podcast I, I don't know you can't make it up I couldn't have made that up I pulled that straight from their website oh my gosh yeah but uh that's enough about Albert culture I kind of had to stop after that I was like man I'm getting too deep uh, but we'll get into football Elbert County's been playing football uh, since 1914. Um, if if you recall from last year, Elberton and Elbert County are the same school. They just changed names. Um, Elbert County's been Elbert County since 1958. That's for 50 or excuse me, 64 seasons. They've won 398 games, lost 268, and 13 ties. So that's a 59.6% winning percentage. Uh, they won one state title back in 1995, AA, uh, five region titles with the most recent coming in 2013. Um, they were about as successful before with Elberton. Uh, they played 43 seasons there under that name. Uh, head coach, Shannon Jarvis, he's there in his second season. Uh, he's an Elbert County alumnus. Uh, from Bowman, just like Nicole Hardman, uh, went three and seven, or th- excuse me, three and six last year. They uh, have lost one game to Hart this season, so he's three and seven as head coach at Elder. Uh, they beat Banks, Union, and Whitfield Academy last year, and then really surprised a lot of folks with hanging with Bremen in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, Bremen actually won that game right at the last second, 28 to 21. Um, if you recall last season, Commerce played Elber at home. We beat them fifty-two, or excuse me, fifty-five to twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. Um, Dino, do you recall anything from that game? I I don't remember much for some reason. It was kind of a track meet. It was uh, so we played. I feel like it was. Was it? It was kind of like a blowout early, and then like a lull. And they kind of crept back into it and, and kind of like scored a couple more late. Was that it? Yeah. That's the way I remember it is that we, we jumped up and it might have been like something like 28 to 7. Yeah, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they rallied and maybe scored another touchdown or two before the half and then we put it on in the second half. Um, but we, we, had, we had beaten Banks County, we had beaten Union in kind of a similar fashion, gotten stoned by Athens Academy. And at Slaughter Field, and then came back and beat Elbert. Um, but that—that's our series history against Elbert County. Uh, we actually played Elberton four times and and beat them three out of four. So Commerce leads this series four to one. Uh, if you include Elbert and Elbert County together, um, that's our preview on Elbert County on their program, the Commerce Elbert series history. Um, I think we've got some questions that we have to answer coming in this game for us as Tiger fans. Uh, Dino, do you want to you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, four questions that you know we kind of came up with: Can Commerce win the battle in the trenches? Can we win on the road? Can we continue to limit penalties and get better with that kind of week to week? And uh, can we keep Elbert under 100 yards rushing? 
and 100 yards passing. So basically, can we, can the defense play uh, a complete game? I guess is is the question there. Um, what 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 answers do you think we might we may see, Uncle Song? So the battle in the trenches. Um, traditionally, this this has been Commerce's strength. You know, we we've always we always have good skill players. We always have capable skill players. But uh, when people watch Commerce's offensive and defensive lines, they say, "Man, they're really good." Uh, this year, we haven't been as much. So this is a question that we have to watch every week. Can the offensive and defensive lines improve? Uh, I think last year we remember if Elbert didn't have as much size as we expected from a school their size, um, but you can never tell year to year. They may have somebody who weighs 280, 290 pounds playing defensive line. Uh, if that happens, I think we're going to struggle. Um, if we're about the same size as them, I think we'll, we'll play okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I was just, I was just kind of gathering myself. Um, well, um, it, it's obviously we don't, we don't know much about Elbert County. They've only played one game, and it, it seems like it was what three weeks ago now. Uh, yeah, and it was ugly. Yeah, and it, and it was Hart County. I mean, Hart County's, you know, we we think that they're really good this year. So yeah. I don't think there's a whole lot that we can we can scoop out of that one and, and kind of put it on this plate. Um, do, you, do you want to go with your prediction first? Yeah, I'll do Albert 34, Commerce 12. Oh, nice song. Woo. Oh, my word. Uh, let I think me... we're a little better than we were against Pickens, but I, I still think we got a slog, man. I, and I don't think it's, I don't think it's that we're not matching up well. I just don't think that the players have fully grasped the offense and defense yet, and the terminology, and we're, we're hesitant. Okay. That's what I thought. Pickens is that we were on defense. We were extremely hesitant, and you can't play scared. I'd love. I'd love. Yeah, I mean, I'd love. I'm, I'm listening to. Uh, I wonder if this is this going to be on the recording. There's some kind. There's some kind of like, like bell that just went off. Oh my god! Are you about to die? I, I mean, I hope not, but maybe. I don't, I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know what that was. We'll see if that comes through on the recording. It almost sounded Everybody like you, you. remember when the the school bell would go off to like change classes? Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Except for I'm outside, and there's no there's no like intercoms here. Uh, but it, it. But anyways, um, you know, cabinet real cabin in the woods type stuff going on. Um, I, 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 you know, I, I want, I want, I want to see commerce get progressively better throughout the year. I just don't know if it happens this quickly here at Elbert County. I know Elbert County is going to be fired up. They want to win their, their kind of, I mean, you know, it's almost season opener. It seems like, um, I'm gonna go Elbert County 27 commerce 14. Okay. I think um, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that uh, Elbert County covers, and I, I, I hope to see Commerce, you know, get a little better we, each week and uh, be ready to go by region play. Um, any other last-second thoughts before we get out of here? Yeah, I mean, we, we want to see Commerce win this game. Um, but I, I think at the end of the day, we're both realists, you know. Yeah. 
uh, you just judge based on what's happened so far. But I, I hope Commerce wins. I'm going to be there tomorrow night. Yeah, you're going to be there tomorrow night decked out black and gold. I'm sure we'll have a couple other uh, representatives of the podcast, the the you know, the potluck boys. Won't be me, unfortunately. I'll be uh, I'll be uh, listening along with some of you online, following along with uh, Uncle Son's tweets that he sends out live from the Granite Bowl, provided that uh, we have some service there. Um, so that that's it for us tonight. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter and uh, like like us, review us, rate us, subscribe, whatever, on your podcast uh, provider of choice. Uncle Son, we'll see you at the Granite Bowl. I'll be listening along online, following along online. Uh, maybe I can watch. I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, but we do appreciate appreciate y'all support. And um, if you're going to Elbert County, Uncle Solomon will see you there. If not, I'll see you uh, on the interwebs. Adios.